Hey, hello out there, and welcome to another episode of Movie Mastery, the show where we watch the movies that you tell us to. Yep, that's the only reason we'd ever watch them. Yeah, we've got a big old list of suggestions from you, the listener, mm -hmm. and every week we go through and use a random number generator to figure out what we're going to watch so we don't even get a say in what of the garbage that you have told us to watch that we watch. Plus, we have to go through every week and prune out Koyanakatsi. Quit recommending it. We're not going to do that, ever. <laughs> also, don't recommend, you know, timeless classics to us. That's not really going to be a thing that happens. <laughs> What's the most timeless classic that we've had recommended to us? Is it... If people wanted us to watch, like, Miracle on 34th Street or something, what are we talking about? Yeah, here? I mean, I know there have been times where I've gone through the list, because there will be a lot where I'll just put stuff on there because someone has suggested it without looking it up. Yeah. And then I'll go through the list after rolling it up and be like, wait a minute, what the fuck is this doing on here? <laughs> no. I'm not going to watch Schindler's List. Get out of here. I know that people, I, there is a, a whole movement that constantly happens in our Discord of people who want us to, like, See nice things as a treat. Yeah, they want yeah. us to have a good time as a treat. But here's the thing. I live in the filth. <laughs> I was born in it. <laughs> Molded by it. <laughs> I didn't see a shower till I was a man. <laughs> the first good movie I saw was Batman Begins. <laughs> and I hated it. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Actually, I didn't particularly care for it, but you know. Yeah. Maybe Bane did. It was fine. It's not, not I, my. It wasn't my. It was the uh, choreography that wasn't my thing. Everything else about it was fine. I mean, yes, it was very. Uh, I can't tell what's going on. They couldn't afford real choreography, so it's just a bunch of like close-ups of hands. Yeah, it's uh, just a lot of like ah, uh, people moving real fast. And yeah, lots of cuts. Arm, elbow, 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 arm, <laughs> dirt. He's just like, all right, I guess a fight happened. Well, I guess. But other than I that, guess, it was fine. It was fine. It was all. It was all right. I mean. Batman Begins is one of those movies that upon repeat viewings, you're like, this does not get better. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm John. That's Jeff. We're, we're the ones who review the movies. This week, rolled up Aladdin. And no, not the cartoon Aladdin. No, not the remake of the cartoon Aladdin that's a live action, but the other third Disney Aladdin movie. That's correct. Live action 1990s Aladdin. And uh, this one hews much closer to the actual original folk tale uh, yes. rather than the uh, imaginings that they had later on. Basically, 1992's Aladdin kind of redefined it, and now no one can think of it be like the original version. It's kind of like if someone made a Little Mermaid now, and, and it ended with the uh, with Ariel killing herself and turning, and turning into, into foam. fucking sea foam. Yeah, yeah. It'd be, it'd just it, that stuff is just gone. Disney redefined it. Oh, I remember as a kid at one point seeing some like, ah, and now the tale of the Little Mermaid, and that's how it ended. I went, what the shit did I just watch? <laughs> so this is a lot closer, but still very far. I mean, it's still will make you at the end go, what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> but what this really is, and I think this is probably the more important thing, to, or one of the important things to get across. This is one of those made-for-TV musical adaptations where it's got, like, four sets. Oh, yeah. It's basically like watching... Do you remember that uh, uh, Christopher Walken, Peter Pan from a couple of years ago? Oh, yeah. Where no, he this was is half dead the whole time? A thousand percent that. Yeah. It is an, barely more than an hour long. Yeah. And, man, do they just, like mug for time a lot with some of the songs in here. Yeah, there's a point where you're just like, get the fuck out of the Cave of Wonders already. This is the <laughs> fifth Cave of Wonders song. I, I do not <laughs> care. And they're like, yeah, but you gotta understand, we've got 
nothing in the tank. That's all this is. Look, we just introduced Barry Bostwick, and I'll be goddamned if we aren't going to shove him into every <laughs> single possible scene. Hey, I was happy to see Richard Kiley as well. But, <laughs> but yeah, Barry Bostwick is the genies in this, but that's uh, part of how it hews more traditionally. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of the stuff, like the, the whole three wishes thing, uh, very much the the Arabian Aladdin. setting as opposed to being set in China. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff from the uh, cartoon Aladdin that is just like ingrained in people is like, obviously, that's what it was. Yeah, Aladdin traditionally was set in China. And this one, boy, oh boy, does it ever adhere to that. Like- is it technically supposed to be in China? Yeah, you can tell because they cast a bunch of white people, not as Middle Easterners, but as Chinese people. <laughs> god damn uh so we're gonna do a full spoiler breakdown i will say uh as my spoiler free breakdown for this boy is this tedious to watch it is definitely a cue it up and do something else while it's playing kind of thing it has like 10 minutes of plot and 50 minutes of interminable nonsense songs that suck yeah and this is supposed to be based on like an actual stage production yeah and i'm like fucking who saw that and went "Ooh, that needs to go on television yeah it's it's mostly just amazing for the rhymes they come up with and then just stick to them like there's a song in the middle of this that is just the same are you, rep- are you thinking of tea time uh no no i'm not oh, i'm thinking of tea time is that the one that's a very excellent night in, in china no because no, that one comes up four times is tea time the one where, where it's just the mom no. Oh, tea time. So many. Oh, I just remembered which one it is. Tea time. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was thinking of I'm a genie, not a meanie. Yeah. Which is, oh my God. That I, I'm sure that when they got that, they were like, that's it. That's the fucking rhyme. Someone fuck crumpled up paper and threw it in a wastebasket was like, swish. Genie rhymes with meanie. The movie's going to succeed. Which is e. great because God knows the rhymes for every other thing in this song is, what was the last thing we said? Say that again. Yeah. We do not have rhymes. We just repeat <laughs> shit. Uh, anyway, yeah, this sucks ass. So. Good Lord. <laughs> we are going to have a little musical break. Maybe I'll give you a little, a little taste of what's going on here. And then we will be right back with the full. You monster. <laughs> In-depth spoiler review of 1990s Aladdin. Tea time, tea time, happy we will be time. Oh, what fun, oh, what joy, we are happy, girl and boy. Welcome back. We are already now to talk to you about 1990s Aladdin. And I'm going to tell you, for some of the movies we do, not all of them, but for, you know, some of them, I will take notes. Because a lot of time, especially if it's a little more confusing or weird, I'm like, I want to be able to know the order of when things happened and, you know, not forget some of the weirder things that happened. Yeah. All I have in here that I wrote down was the list of, of songs in Aladdin in the order in which they came up as I was watching it. I do not know what the actual names of the songs are. I just wrote down what I assumed they should be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, they, they are they are so bad, and so, so many of them are repeated so often. Um, but 
Yeah, it, it this is this is rough. Plus, I don't know if your version of the, the the version of it you watched was the same as mine, where it opened with like seven minutes of clips from the movie as well. Oh yeah, it basically opened with a full preview for the movie, and I'm yeah. like, all right, skip. Not not watching it. I don't care. I'm gonna watch I the actual it for movie. almost three minutes, and I was like, wow, this is a fucking rushed production, <laughs> and it seems to be going through most of the story. I wonder if this is gonna be some like after Aladdin thing. <laughs> Well, they're just jumping right to the sequel, and then I was like, oh, no, wait, that can't be right. These are clips. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I had the same... After it jumped, like, plot points twice, I went, oh, wait a minute, this isn't anything. I just hover over the bar and go, ah, yes, I should be skipping to about eight minutes in. Here we go. Yeah, I thought the cold open and the random uh, time skips was just the signature of our, our featured director of the week, only surviving monkey Mickey Dolans. Mickey Dolans giving it up for uh, everyone here at the Disney Corporation. <laughs> Apparently, this motherfucker was like, yeah, sure, I'll bring Aladdin, the stage musical, to life. Who else could do it but Mickey Dolans? The man who would go on 20 years later to sue the FBI. <laughs> yeah, he went all alt-right. I think b before alt-right was alt-right, he went all tea party. Ah, oh, my Mickey condolence. Yeah. <laughs> so he is... He's just a, a, a just a shitty little man. <laughs> just who I'm gonna be. I I was not super familiar with the monkeys, like in particular. There's just wasn't a band I ever resonated with. I didn't watch I the show. Loved the monkeys. I'm sure. And I'm not gonna get on you about that. That's not what this is about. You know, some of their songs are fantastic. But my first introduction to any of them was like watching abstinence videos and shit in school in the '90s because they always used Mickey Dolans as one of the celebrities. Weird. He was always a hundred percent on board to be like. Never drink. You never want to drink. Drinking is absolutely the worst thing you can do. And of course, don't have sex. I've never had sex. And look at me. <laughs> I'm Mickey Dolans. I'm a monkey. <laughs> so that's to me. I was like, wait, that guy was in the fucking monkeys at some point. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. And uh, also he made this, which boy, if there was any other reason he needed to be ashamed of himself. <laughs> Man, all of that goodwill from the monkeys just absolutely spoiled at least the rest of them had the good sense to die <laughs> <laughs> oh good lord so this movie uh as we had mentioned before takes place in china you can tell because uh the movie constantly does the da 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 does thing i love that there's actually no specific origin for that yeah no one's ever known exactly why that's the sting that means asia <laughs> Or where it came from in the first place. It's just a weird mystery. Yeah. Just for some reason, that is the shorthand for Welcome to China. Yeah, and it definitely factors heavily into the opening song, which is just Aladdin wandering around, singing about how he's an indolent layabout who only likes flying his kite. Yeah, so first song I have down here is Let's Go Fly a Kite. <laughs> <laughs> and I, <laughs> I appreciate that Aladdin, as a character is self-aware enough to go like, I don't give a fuck about work or doing anything useful. I'm a piece of shit, and I love it. <laughs> That's what this opening song is. Also, the uh, the kid playing Aladdin is just, this is like I, probably his only credit, as far as I'm aware. It is indeed the one and only credit for <laughs> Aladdin in this. Uh, our, our good friend here, what is his name? Brent Suddeth. Yes, Brent Suddeth, never seen again. Apparently, you can tell the director of the film right away because this dude's got that shag 60s haircut where it looks like he used just like a really tall-sided bowl to decide, to decide how to cut his hair. And 
You're just like, why does he have that? It's 1990. That haircut wasn't popular. That should be parted down the middle. Yeah, and Mickey Dolenz was like, because he looks like a fucking member of the monkeys. That's why. <laughs> the only respectable thing you can be in this world is a monkey or the Attorney General of the United States, <laughs> if he's a Republican. Uh, so, yeah, we get our opening song of I'm Gonna Fly a Kite, which, of course, leads Aladdin into our first plot point mm-hmm. where... Oops, my kite went into the Imperial Palace, which is just this little house nearby. It turns out it's not on private ground or anything. Hey, they, they've got a wall. He has to scale a fucking wall to I, get in yeah, there. I feel like he should have to scale a wall to get into the grounds and then have to scale several more walls to get into part where anyone actually lives. <laughs> I mean, yes. The fact that uh, the emperor's daughter, Mei Ling, is just sort of chilling on the back lot of this fucking imperial palace yeah, the imperial palace which appears to be a modest three bedroom that just happens to have a high wall yeah they're well i mean they've only got it around the backyard <laughs> just to keep you know snoopy neighbors and yeah, dogs out they want to be able to sunbathe in private you know yeah both Mei Ling and her dad who was played by uh one of those types who is exactly like paul servino but is not paul servino yeah dude i am hobson is He's one of those people that I went to go look up his IMDb career because uh-huh. I was like, I know I've seen this motherfucker and stuff. <laughs> like, nope, you've seen Paul Servino and things. <laughs> uh, no, this guy is very much a no one knows him, but he's in the background of a shitload of stuff because he's just like, hey, I'm kind of fat and goofy. Yeah, I'm perfectly willing to play police chiefs. He's just that, you know, the yeah. kind of guy who stands behind a desk in a movie and like issues people guns. But here, here, he's the gun. Here's the emperor of all China. Uh, now, please note, no one in this entire production is anything but white. No, there's no any. The, Barry Bostwick is wearing a surprising amount of bronzer, but uh, <laughs> but I don't know that Baby. that necessarily changes him out from being white. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. So, but they definitely do put Mei, uh, the the actor playing Mei Ling into into a uh, an attempted an Asian style haircut. Yeah. None of the dudes. I assume that they tried. They were like, any of you guys want a Chinese haircut from the Aladdin period? And everyone was like, no. No, I'm no, good. No. <laughs> the I will say this. As much as they were like, all right, we're going to put up some random fucking Asian stuff. It doesn't matter if it's technically like Thai decorations, yeah, whatever. Who gives a shit? <laughs> but like, all right, we'll put you in like some kimonos or whatever. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't care. It's all Asia. Look, I've got costumes left over from my kids' high school production of The King and I, <laughs> and you can have them. <laughs> uh, and that is the level that we are working with here. Yes. And <laughs> I will say the one saving grace of this movie is for as much as they do all of that, no one does an offensive Chinese voice. That's true. They, it, it's mostly just music stings that come off as offensive. Yeah, there's Everyone, no one who's like, ah, yes, I'm going to try and do some, like, breakfast at Tiffany's level offensive shit. Yeah, no one is doing that at all, so that's that's nice. Yeah, I, was, <laughs> I kept expecting it. I'm like, when's it going to happen? Someone's going to do it. Yeah, you keep waiting for the one person to be like, I'm going to bring a little something different to my performance. Ooh, I'm bringing the zhuzh. I've only got one scene, so I got to <laughs> spice that bad boy up. There's at least one voice that is truly off-putting. <laughs> uh, but other than that, everyone is not doing any accent at all. Yeah. Uh, so Aladdin goes into the backyard of the Imperial Palace. <laughs> 
and finds Mei Ling, uh, princess of China, uh-huh. hanging out with her attendants. Uh-huh. And before he gets there, she's like, boy, I sure do wish I could get dicked down. And then Aladdin comes along and she's like, I am instantly in love with you. Yo, oh, yeah. It, for real. They, they have one song where they like walk each other around the backyard. And then he's just like, if I was rich, would you marry me? And she's like, duh, obviously. You're the first duh. man I've ever seen. <laughs> Clearly, the only other men that I know are guards and my dad. <laughs> Although I do need to mention that the song that they walk around is, uh, I have noted here, hey, this is definitely China. Yes. <laughs> I think it's the first appearance of the It's a Lovely Day in China. Well, yeah, because we have a couple appearances, and each one, this one is It's a Lovely Day in China. Then we get It's a Lovely Evening in China. Yes. But it's and it was a song that I was like, oh, you need to really drive home in case everyone's confused. <laughs> They're is- like, hey, this is a lovely day in China. We're in China right now. <laughs> I know you're looking around and going, really? Because this looks like Wisconsin. It is not China. Okay, baseline. <laughs> yeah, just want to make sure that there are no mistakes made at any point. But yeah, she just falls in love with him instantly because, yeah, she literally was just talking to her attendants like, I swear to God, I am going to hand it all over immediately to the first man I ever... There's one. <laughs> That's a guy. <laughs> and then her dad comes out. And he's like, I swear I've heard the voice of a boy. While Aladdin is like hiding underneath a, a blanket or something. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, Mei Ling's just like, oh, no, father, uh, my attendants and I sometimes pretend that maybe I would get dicked down at some point. And he's like, oh, oh, oh I've been too strict. I'm going to marry you off to the richest person in the land. And, of course, the richest person in the land has to give me a fabulous gift as well. Yeah. Which is just setting the, t- the, the terms for Aladdin hiding under the blanket. <laughs> I almost if anyone wanted- was listening, yeah. here's what you would need to do to marry my daughter. <laughs> One, be the richest man in China. Two, get me a rad gift. You may want to write this down, hypothetical hiding husband to be. <laughs> I I love that we never get because we do get at some point the like, hey, I found the richest guy in China. You're gonna get married to this old guy thing. Yeah. We never meet him, but we also never find out what his gift was and if that would have made a difference. Yeah. Cause like if the second richest guy showed up and was like Here's a fucking rad gift. Would he go, mm, all right, we'll go with you. <laughs> this is $196 of Hickory Farms amazement. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, you got mustards? Plural. Okay? I'm going to tell you right now, there's a summer sausage, there's a spring sausage, there's a winter fucking sausage in this, in this container. <laughs> and looks around, a forbidden autumn sausage. <laughs> Don't dare to dream. (laughs) I also like how uh, Mei Ling is pretty much... The the movie doesn't have time to mess around. It's only an hour long. So Mei Ling doesn't have time to be nuanced. So she's just... He's like, I'm going to marry you off to the richest man in the land. And she's like, oh, all rich men are going to be ugly and gross and unattractive. And I don't want that. Yeah. That's her only thing. Yeah. Is like... Not, oh, I want to marry for love, or I want to be married on my own terms when I want to. It's, oh, but he's going to be all gross. <laughs> I don't want to get dicked down by some gross dude. It's, you know, fairly, it's totally fair, but he just laughs her off immediately. Like, like, ah, <laughs> whoever, I don't care. Whoever gave a shit about that? <laughs> Only women, I bet. <laughs> oh, women. <laughs> 
Anyway, goodbye, and also a theoretical goodbye to anyone that may be <laughs> hiding about the grounds. I love that also he goes to leave, and like his appearance and uh, leaving is marked by a bunch of gongs going off. Yes. And it really just felt like he has gong footsteps. Like he's got gong sneakers. <laughs> or everyone just hated his performance and the gong show just gong. rejected him. Get out. <laughs> I enjoy that as he is leaving, the guards are still on the way out and Aladdin just pops out and is like, hey, what up? I'm not waiting. The thing about Aladdin that we have to mention is that other than falling immediately in love with the princess, he, sp- he spends most of the movie as a petulant little douchebag. So here's the thing you got to know. Yeah. Aladdin sucks. Yeah. He like, there's a point where they just give him a random moment of unbelievable generosity Uh, where he's like, I had the genie give me a million billion dollars and I'd like him to give a lot of that to the poor. And this is, there's no reason for it. It's just that you don't think he sucks. But when he comes out from under the blanket, he's like, well, fuck all this. Then I can't marry you because I'm not rich enough. I don't like this anymore unless were I to be rich. You would marry me then? And she, I, I wanted to be like, we've never just, I, I don't oh, even know yeah. what your fucking name is. Just straight up is like, hey, uh, I know I met you two minutes ago. The only conversation we had was, isn't the weather nice? Yeah. And then I hid under a table. But uh, if I was rich, would you marry me? And she's like, fuck yeah, I would. But I just Obviously. love that he, that he comes out mad. Like he comes out from under the blanket like, god damn it. That's not fair. <laughs> My plan. My two minute long plan. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of being like, "Wow, I guess you're like a princess, huh?" Oh, that's uh weird. You know, I my uh, my uh, my my t- teenage boner has been crushed, but you know, you gotta do what you gotta do, I guess. <laughs> but then he just goes home and he's like, "I will be cut." Well, no, first he meets, no. he meets of course. the sorcerer. Next, we have uh, the next uh, song in my list, which is "I'm the Exposition Wizard." <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> he t- the, the introduction. <laughs> he's just the sorcerer in this he doesn't get a name so i'm just gonna call him jafart and uh jafart comes out and he's just singing this song where he's like i'm the greatest sorcerer in the land yes i am and i am the best at wizard stuff too and also uh there's a cave and i need a guy to show up and when i meet him he's gonna come with me we're gonna go get some magic stuff and i'm like all right good job exposition wizard i really needed an, an, an explanation for why? Because there's a point where he just goes, and I need a young man. And I was like, okay, that's not. I mean, I mean, I get it, I, I get it, dude. But <laughs> like, but, hey, man. But he like grinder. <laughs> yeah, just go on grinder. Just set yourself up as a, as a daddy type. So there's there's dudes into silver foxes. You'll get there, buddy. I mean, we get a very brief, like five seconds at the beginning of this production where the sorcerer looks up into the sky. Uh, that bit where he spins and sees a uh, screensaver from 1990 turned into the face of Aladdin. <laughs> yeah. And then that he's like, ah, that's the guy I need. And then just spins off into the distance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, it's so fun to watch him be like, and I shall spin with the stars. And he just holds up like a, a, a staff and stay in spins and circles and they cut a bunch of frames out to make it all choppy looking yeah and then he's like and also invoke the zodiacs and he starts whacking the ground while moving around in the circle but then he finally goes i need a young boy and i really wanted an explanation for why like is it a prophecy that only a young boy can enter the cave we, yeah because we don't have any sort of like oh there's uh a thing that like uh, i know that only a specific person can 
open the cave or can be allowed in the cave or whatever. Like that's very explicitly said in the cartoon version. Whereas in this, he's just like, I need some kid to do my business for me. (laughs) It's very fun. By the way, this is, this is actor Richard Kiley, who uh, I, I know I've seen in a million things. But the first thing I recognized him for was because uh, he's the voice of the tour in Jurassic Park. Oh, and here's the other thing. Uh, Mei Ling, the voice of Megara from Hercules. Oh, good. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, he, he's the voice. And the reason I knew he was the voice of the tour guide in Jurassic Park is because they actually call it out. There's that part where Hammond goes, that's Richard Kiley. We spared no expense. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you spared some expense on that no, one. No, that dude's got a massive career. He's like 40 scrolls on IMDb. Yeah, he- man, I got a pretty massive <laughs> career for you. <laughs> Careers are not dumps that destroy my house toilet. <laughs> oh, never mind then. <laughs> uh, now, <laughs> at this point, he, of course, finishes his I'm the best wizard ever song, and here's all the plans that I have, and then sees Aladdin, and he's like, all right, I'm going to stop time, and then, like, wizard aladdin over to me and then without restarting time he's like hey aladdin i'm related to you (laughs) and aladdin's like oh what a shame my dad died he's like oh your dad's dead i was his brother (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh so aladdin's like well he's made mention of a brother but he died a a number of years ago i'm a brother he didn't mention no i was just in exile in arabia but i'm back now and oh oh would but that i could see my brother again (laughs) but i recognized you immediately for you're the very image of him now where is his goodly wife for i wish to pay my respects here a pittance of gold coins for you to take to your mother yes and introduce me (laughs) uh and of course you know they show up at his house and He's like, hey, mom, this is my uncle. And she's like, what? No. He came with money. Yes. Yes. Now he's, <laughs> he's your uncle, all right. Yep. That's definitely your old uncle has a dollars. Yeah. So so this wizard dude is just like, yes, I will never introduce myself. I'm your husband's brother. I am. That's uh, me. <laughs> Been in Arabia, I have. <laughs> Tell me about your son. And then she launches into her song for the movie where she just berates Aladdin for kind of sucking. Yeah, I have uh, next song is Aladdin sucks parentheses the Jewish mother's lament. <laughs> I would have called it Aladdin sucks parentheses Aladdin Aladdin Aladdin. I mean, the whole thing is like, oh, Aladdin. I love him even though he doesn't work. He makes me do all of the chores. He must really think I love working because he certainly makes me do that all the time. Mm-hmm. He never calls or writes. It's like, <laughs> it's just all this, right. It's just this long complaint. And the, and the sorcerer just sits there ignoring it through some tea that he, that he has. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah, he's but like, he, uh-huh, uh-huh. His attempt to cement his position into this is just like, please, I would like to see where my brother sat when he ate his tea or his meals. <laughs> And, and she's like, um, I, I guess the, they're the table. Oh, the thing I wish to see. Oh, distractions, distractions. <laughs> anyway, uh, it sounds like you're a disreputable piece of shit, Aladdin. And Aladdin's like, yes, but I have changed for I have a new plan to become the richest man in China. Oh, well, it just so happens. I know how you can do that. 
I'll be back at midnight in order to take you with me on a journey where you will become wealthy beyond imagining. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, sweet. Sweet. That sounds great. <laughs> Even he's kind of like, I don't know if that's a great idea. And his mom's like, you're doing it. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> You are 27 years old, and your ambitions in life are still to fly a kite. What the fuck is wrong with you, Aladdin? <laughs> Get a grown-up haircut, I swear to God. <laughs> uh, you're big enough now that I have to use the popcorn bowl. <laughs> uh, so, yes. Uh Sorcerer fucks off, mm-hmm. and then we get our next song that I just have labeled Late Night Drug Trip. Oh, right. Uh, where... It's midnight, and the sorcerer wakes him up, not by, you know, coming by the house and being like, all right, it's midnight, and like I said, we're going on an adventure. You got a water bottle and some sturdy shoes, mister? Instead, a visage of the sorcerer hovers above him and, like, translucently calls to him into the ether and is like, Oh, Aladdin. Oh, spooky nonsense. Yes, he spooks Aladdin into uh, into coming out to the middle of the desert, or their middle of the desert set, at least. Yeah. Which appears to be a sandbox with a toy boulder in it. <laughs> Absolutely love the entrance <laughs> to the Cave of Wonders here. Yes. Man, that 1992 Aladdin was really, really firing on all cylinders, wasn't it? Remember, <laughs> I was like a giant tiger head, and it... It was all blue. It looked like it was made of obsidian out in the middle of the desert. And then it opens and the orange super glow light comes out like it's breathing laser fire. But here it's more like a, a big rock. And then the big rock kind of gets shoved out of the way. Uh, Yeah, because in order to get in there, of course, the sorcerer's like, all right, I need you to basically just go uh, open sesame and knock on this fucking rock three times. And if you do that. Then it'll open, and then you can go down there and go get me some shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and he's like, that sounds ridiculous, and I'm I'm already very hesitant about all of this, because everything you're doing is immensely sketchy. And I mean, especially like, because he's like, I had a weird drug trip, and then suddenly found myself in the desert. Yeah. That's weird. So, indeed, he does. Be, he's like, uh, ah, ancient door of wonders, I command thee thrice to open. When I knock, knock, knock. And then it. Slides out of the way, and down he goes into a, a $3 cave set. Baby, love it. <laughs> love that cave set. They have one cave set, and they have technically three different parts of the cave that they will go to. Yeah, they're three and you're filming like, locations. Oh, look, you've moved this rock from here to there. That's how I know it's a different part of the cave. Yeah, they have entrance, they have hallway, and they have dark part. Yeah. Those are the three parts of the cave. I enjoy uh, the part of the cave where it is... Some little banners hanging and a a floating skeleton. <laughs> yes. Uh, so the, the, unlike it being full of wonders, which is what you normally would expect from the Cave of Wonders, it just has the lamp. I mean, it's got a little alcove with some treasure in it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ah, a couple of like urns full of jewels or whatever, but don't touch it because you'll die. And yeah. also don't touch those flags near the skeleton. You'll die. But you can touch the skeleton. That's cool. Skeleton's fine. Yeah, just touch him if you want. You know, <laughs> yeah, touch me. Yeah, do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm into it. Feel my bones. <laughs> pervert skeleton down here. I'm not a pervert. I'm just starved for human touch. And a pervert. It's a need for a lot of people. <laughs> it's a need. A perverted need. <laughs> well, I need it in a very perverted way. <laughs> 
Uh, you so- can't touch me without insulting me first. <laughs> uh, yes, he finds the lamp down there. Mm-hmm. And uh, just, a, just a little dumpy lamp. Of course, it's supposed to be. Yeah. It's an unassuming lamp, an oil lamp for the ages. Indeed. And, uh, <laughs> but we don't, we don't get the, uh, the, the rubbing yet. First he tries to get, get it back where he'd like he's supposed to. Yeah. Now the scene again from the cartoon where it's like, you know, I'll pull you up if you throw me the lamp thing. Yes. Makes some amount of sense at least. Yeah. Yeah. But here it looks, it, it, they have like three minutes of conversation Yeah, where he's like, He's like, help me up. You, you could clearly get your, you're on a ladder and the ladder just goes all the walk way. To, up. Just keep going, dude. You went halfway up the ladder and then I guess you forgot out a ladder. Yeah. It's basically like this guy is blocking his path from getting out of the cave. Yeah. I mean, like, nah, dude, give me the fucking lamp. And I'm like, wait until he gets out, my man. He is <laughs> not at all thought, ah, there's something special about this. Just be like, all right, here, let me help you up. I don't need to take it from you right now. Yeah. But he has a little spasm of evil, does our Jafart. And he, uh, he's just like, no, you must give me the lamp. Oh, we should also mention he has a magical iPad that can watch oh, wherever right. Aladdin is. Well, he does that a lot. A lot of this movie is cutting back to him looking at his magic iPad. <laughs> yeah, it is a lot of that. Uh, but he will. Uh, Aladdin is confused. He's like, why won't you help me? I don't understand what's going on. Come and on, so, uncle. And so he's kind of like, what, what? it's funny because it basically is Jafar shooting himself in the foot by being like, hey. Give me the lamp at all costs, and I won't help you until you give me the lamp. And and Aladdin being too dumb to even get that concept, he's like, what? What are you talking about? Just help me up. Yeah, he's just like standing on the ladder going, wait a minute, but why? What, what? what, is, the, what is the lamp matter? What? And so they just have a fucking conversation yeah. at the exit of this cave, which is just a hole in the ground with a ladder that goes down. Yeah. And... That means that the, you know, the timer runs out and the fucking boulder closes back over it. Mm-hmm. Instead of him just going like, hey, good job and helping him up, he fucks himself. Yeah. And then he like, as the as the door closes on Aladdin, he's just like, fine, stay in there and die, fool boy, who is not my nephew, actually, and I'm a bad guy. Ah. And Aladdin, to the immense credit of how dumb he is is just down in the hole clearly hearing that and being like uncle help me up oh that was uncle, weird uncle why'd you do that what, what happened uncle uncle get help <laughs> and uh then he rubs the lamp fuck it yeah so this is going to kick off fucking four songs four goddamn songs in here yeah the first one is i'm free which is uh barry's drunken revelry where it's just barry bostwick stumbling around being like, hey, I'm goofy. I'm my, a goofy, goofy genie. My back hurt from all that time. I've been oh. there in a thousand years or more. Oh, scoobity doo boop a doo I'm a genie. It is very nice to see Barry Bostwick up and bouncing around and singing. I mean, I, I, I'm always happy to see this man. Uh, maybe not in this much bronzer. God, may, the problem I have is I'm like, but these songs are terrible. Yes, the songs are atrocious. Like, just the goddamn worst. And so when he shows up, I was like, oh, finally, this this will get some amount of talent into it. And it didn't matter, because it was just the worst songs ever. Like, this had awful songs and will continue, but his songs are, like, purposefully annoying? Yes. Because the genie is supposed to be kind of a goof? Yeah, he's a little bit clownish. Um, It's important that they do that because this is, again, he was traditionally to the, or much more to the traditional story. So there are two genies. 
And so he needs a way to play off the other genie. So he's the he's the clowny, goofy genie. Which is weird, given that in the traditional story, it's two genies, but the one of the lamp is a greater genie, and the one of the ring is a lesser genie. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, the lesser genie is like, oh, I can't do anything about whatever that guy did. Yeah. So you'd think it would be the other way around. It was like, I'm the great genie. <laughs> But here, it's but no, him. he's instead. We go directly to the next song. I'm a good genie. Parentheses, not a meanie. Oh, that song's rough. So first of all, whenever Barry Bostwick is singing or dancing in this movie, you can just picture every stereotype racist thing that you've ever seen, like like a cartoon belly dancer do as a move, and he's doing all of them constantly. <laughs> is he is he clasping or putting his hands together in a prayer posture over his head and then wrap, uh, chicken uh, chickening his neck back and forth? Of course he is. Of course. Is he walking like an Egyptian? Of course he is. Does <laughs> every move he does sound like it should have that da-na-na-na-na song behind it? Of course it does. Uh, everything about this is the worst. Uh-huh. I'm a good genie, not a meanie. It's hard to get across just how long this section is. This is only an hour movie, and a full 20 minutes of it is just this Barry Bostwick showcase in a cave. Yeah, it's it's interesting, because you were like, all right, well, I understand. You know, you you actually paid to have Barry Bostwick here, and he's going to do some stuff, but they have, like, no intermission. The I'm free goes right into the I'm a good genie with like five seconds in the middle of just being like, oh, hey, I know you just had a whole song about being free. What's your deal? Who are you? Oh, I'm a genie. Let me give you that song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and and then like another song about, and what can you do? Oh, well, I can do so much stuff. You know, you'd really wish this had a friend like me in it. It doesn't. <laughs> Instead, I present to you Fatima, the dancing doll. Well, yeah, because there's a part where he's like, he's like, well, if you can grant wishes, as you say, then I wish to be home immediately and free from this cave. But before I go, he says, I guess, because he's just not very. He's like, oh, hang on. So hang on. Can you make me real, real rich? And, and he's can, like, yeah, sure. Now, can you get me a really super neat gift for the Sultan? This leads to Barry Boswick being like, like, uh, hmm, I must think. Hem, hum, 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 hum. Hum, 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 Now you do it with me. Hum, both of us. Hum, 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 hum. Ah, I have it. Fatima, the dancing doll. So we get, <laughs> instead of a song break, Fatima, the dancing doll, which is just, they got some lady who could kind of dance and went, all right, sure, great. Here's Fatima, the dancing doll. Yeah. So, <laughs> the, uh... So, when I mentioned earlier that one voice in the in the movie is extraordinarily off-putting, it is that of the woman playing Fatima, the dancing doll, because they're they're dubbing her with a, with a mechanical voice, even though she's just obviously a human lady. Yeah, there and there was no attempt to be like, oh, we'll put, like, some silver paint on yeah, her. Yeah, I was just putting, or... like, lines, you know, like, put the, put the Pinocchio jawline in there. Exactly. There was no makeup to be like, oh, we're gonna put, like the lines that will make it look like you've got like little doll joints. We didn't try and make you have metallic skin. We did not do 
fucking anything. We didn't glue a gear to you <laughs> and be like, yeah, sure, it's your fucking we automaton. Just, we didn't write robot on the top on your forehead so everyone understood what this was. You don't even begin to obey the three laws of robotics at any point throughout this. But uh, but what she does do is open her mouth and and out comes. I am dancing doll of fame, and Fatima is my name. Which sounds horrible and also is a bullshit couplet. I'm just going to say. <laughs> you couldn't rhyme something with Fatima? I am dancing doll of fame? Try harder, Mickey. No. Or is no. that actually in the original this thing? En- no, this entire fucking movie doesn't try hard at anything. <laughs> Why would you think the one rhyming couplet for this would try hard? <laughs> I at know. least it wasn't rhyming one word with that same word. Or genie, not meanie. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, but but yeah, I, I just I just hated it. That's all. I'm just I'm just saying I hated. I am dancing doll of fame. And the, the other thing, it sounds racist. It's the one thing in the movie outside of just all these white people playing Chinese people. When when you when you cut out enough of the uh, the words, so it comes out as I am dancing doll of fame. You're like, oh oh, that's bad. Nope. Hey. Put, put in some more words. Nah. <laughs> I mean, for me, it was just I'm the dancing doll. That would have fixed it for me. For me, it was just, oh, you're trying real hard to find a rhyme to go along with this. Yeah, like, some find something that rhymes with Fatima. It's not going to be that bad. Eh, <laughs> way harder than they are willing to try. I'm the dancing doll Fatima. Pleasing the emperor is my dream, uh. Yeah, that's, see? Hard. Yeah, that's what, but I did that in, like, a second. All I'm saying is. Yeah, well, you, so did the rest of this movie. We could have made this movie. <laughs> and God, I'm glad we didn't. Because <laughs> it would have been an 80s boob comedy. <laughs> Uh, I mean, the other problem with the whole Fatima thing is we get two Fatima dance numbers in this. Yes. And she also doesn't do any sort of like robotic dance stuff. So even in the dance she does, it's not like, oh, she has like a herky motion to the thing she's doing. Instead, it's just, all right. And then a lady comes out and dances regular styles and then goes, anyway, I'm a robot. (laughs) She does an amazing dance if she was to pull, like, belly dance out of a dare hat in, like, a Michigan bachelorette party. Because, <laughs> she, again, she just does all the things you think of if you don't know what belly dancing are, is, but has a vague idea based on watching Looney Tunes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just love that since she's not robotic in the slightest and she just does a regular belly dance, they're, like... He, I just like picturing Aladdin presenting her to the emperor and have him be like, I have lots of belly dancers. I'm the emperor of China. Why are you giving me this regular ass shitty dancing girl? And he's like, no, she's a robot. At least give me a robot of some kind. That would be cool. No, no, she's definitely a robot (laughs) for sure. Now dance for her, uh, dance for her robot. And it just goes burp, burp. And then he gets thrown out. And uh, then the Michigan J frog cartoon finishes in its entirety. Uh, and the, uh, I mean, I know, God, we have spent a lot of time on this Fatima dancing doll, but the other thing is mm-hmm. we've already spent two full interminable songs in the cave with Barry. Yeah. And then he's just like, and now a dance number with no song lyrics. You're just going to watch a very shitty dance number that goes on too long. And you're yes. like, God, I was already bored. And now we're just sitting here mugging for time god damn it <laughs> yeah and then, so so that happens and then we get our fourth song in the cave which i believe is the song the fl- it's just i, can, I fly. can fly it's the i can fly song this movie doesn't have flying carpet money so instead they fly on sprinkles yeah the the, the very worst cgi that 1990 can give you yes yeah it's kind of the money for nothing video of uh of aladdin's 
God, every there is several CGI things in here, and all of them are like screensaver level. The uh, the the highlight of this whole movie is the part where Barry Bostwick is commanded to build a palace. Yes, and he goes and stands in front of a screensaver of an Arabian building being constructed. <laughs> yes, so he's I can, just standing on nothing. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Okay, fine. Uh, I can fly again. Way too long yes. is this song because yeah. again, you're like, all right, yeah, you can you can fly. And I can fly because now you see that I can fly. And I'm like, God damn it. Just give me any amount of lyrics, anything at all. I can taste the open wind for I am a magic gin. That's just that kind of stuff. <laughs> That'd be great. But no. I, yeah, I, uh, oh, that wasn't actually in there? Nah. See, I told you I should have written this movie. You should have. This should have been me. <laughs> uh, and they, <laughs> for some reason, the we get the genie of the ring later on. But when he's like, yeah, take me home. He's like, all right, well, instead of just teleporting us there, I'll fart around on green sprinkles for a while. And I'm Note like that. He can just teleport people places. He does he it could, a lot, but he doesn't. He's yes. like, I want you to take me home immediately. Immediately. You say mm. farty sprinkles. It is. What if I took you there at crosstown bus speeds? <laughs> what if I had you get on a squatty potty and we just fart our way there? <laughs> Feel free to evacuate. God. Uh, we have in-flight bathrooms. They're just called the sky. <laughs> yeah, the two of them squat one out and then side by side fly off on green sprinkles. Uh-huh. And it's just the worst. And also it does feature a sequence of uh, of the sorcerer or whatever watching them on his magic iPad and be like, hmm, so he made it out, did he? I'll have to fool the, the lamp away from him. This should prove no challenge. He's a dumbass. And I'm like, well, yes, true. Yeah. <laughs> He's a petulant, shitty little dumbass. But anyway, he just the next scene is literally just him being like, and I will marry the, the, the princess as he shows up to... Basically, we get one quick interstitial scene of the of the emperor talking to Mei Ling, and he's like, here is a painting of the man you will marry because he is the richest man. And she looks and she's like, it is as I have feared. He is very unattractive. What an old dumpy fart. And he's like, I don't care. He's so rich. <laughs> How dare you say he's unattractive? He's at least as attractive as Paul Sorvino. <laughs> uh, who I am not. And... So she's just like, oh, man, this is terrible. I'm never going to get that good D. <laughs> we cut over to <laughs> Aladdin's mom, who is now in finery, mm -hmm. and her neighbor comes over, which we have seen, and the neighbor's just like, hey, turns out uh, Aladdin's super rich now, huh? And she's like, yeah, weird, right? He's not a piece of shit anymore. He's got money. <laughs> I like him now. Now he's a good son. And uh, now we're going to go over to the emperor's house because he lives like two houses down. Yeah, we're going to go walk <laughs> over to the emperor's house. He's our, like, on the street neighbor. Yeah, he's in the same HOA as us. That's probably why uh, he put that big wall up so he wouldn't have to repaint his back accent walls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's doing a lot of stuff that would get him in trouble with the HOA back there. That's why he's got the high walls. <laughs> So we're just going to walk over to his house. And yeah, and they do. And the there's like this dude who's like the toady, who's like his yeah, number one guy. Yeah, there's a weird major domo in here that only shows up now. Yes. And he has one line in one ensemble song, and then that's the only singing he does. It's weird. Yeah, I mean, he's mostly just here to be like, all right, well, here's, uh, here's this guy. He says he's rich. Yeah, there's a point where he's just like... Uh, 
okay, well, Your Honor, we've sealed the deal. This guy's going to marry your daughter and everything. But there's like a random kid out there who says he's actually the richest man and he wants to talk to you. And like uh, the emperor's like, ah, that sounds like work. (laughs) Bullshit. Hate it. Rich enough. We're fine. He's like, but sire, you really ought to consider this. This kid probably has a might have a lot of a lot of money. He's like, well, I do only care about that and nothing else, including my daughter. Yeah. Send him in. And so Aladdin comes in. We get a neat bit of traditional Chinese uh, like choreography where they don't look directly at him like him and his mom sit facing each other and away from the emperor to begin the address. Yeah. But then when he's like. Wait, you say you have a lot of money? They just both stand up and look right at him. And they're like, like, yeah, buddy. Yeah, of course we do. <laughs> now that you've acknowledged that we're rich. Yeah. Yeah. Prove it. And he just has a big couple of urns of jewels brought in. Yeah. And of course, I guess that's you know, how you prove wealth before like bank statements existed. Exactly. Just, you just have urns carried around. Because he's like, oh, shit, I've never seen jewels this fine in all of China. <laughs> obviously, you're very rich. And he's like, yes, obviously I am. And... I brought you a sweet-ass gift. This definitely a robot. <laughs> I present you a gift. These two droids. <laughs> That's just Anthony Daniels. I don't want that. Oh, oh, come on, please. He was in all the Star Wars movies and Ralph Bakshi's Lord of the Rings. Come on. <laughs> That's a pedigree. <laughs> But yeah, she comes out and is just immediately, you know, like, I am Dancing Doll of Fame, and Fatima is my name, and does the same. (laughs) And then, yeah, (laughs) I'm turning Japanese plays. (laughs) But she just does the same fucking dance, and he's just like, oh, that's a magical gift. Oh, how delightful. I love it. Yeah, fuck my daughter. (laughs) Fuck yeah, dolls. (laughs) I love this shit. (laughs) Uh, I'm just at least, you know, it's a, it's a movie directed by one, the most conservative surviving member of the Monkees in 1990, but still, I really wanted that emperor to be like, well, I see she dances well, but can I fuck it? <laughs> what she got going on downstairs, Aladdin? <laughs> uh, and so he's just like, hey, uh, I guess you can marry my daughter in two days. Smash cut to two days later. Oh and it's king. a lovely night in China. <laughs> oh, my king of of weighty crown. 50 bucks just like in town. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> this is a terrible gift. <laughs> Doesn't mean I won't pay it, though. <laughs> God damn it. It's a good thing you're so rich. <laughs> How do you think I got so rich, king? <laughs> uh, yeah, so... So anyway, uh, we get the, it's the still definitely night, China. The, the song, the lovely night in China song, which is so long. Yeah, it's just hey, we found one of those Chinese dragon things. We'll use that, I guess. Yeah, and then oh, you know, we we'll skip. cut to stock footage of fireworks. I think I, no, we didn't skip a scene. No, no, we didn't. We're good. We're good. We because during that scene, there's a part where the emperor or uh, the princess and uh, and Aladdin are talking, and he's like, you know, now that I've succeeded. I am the richest man in China, but I'm going to have the genie give half my fortune to the poor so they may also enjoy a taste. And this is never, it's just like not brought up again or never does anything. He also to never the actually does it. He just says he's going to. And, yeah. then he, and then he calls the genie and you're like, oh, he's going to do it. And he's like, genie, go build me an opulent palace for free. <laughs> I need I need a palace and make it look exactly like this one mm-hmm. so that when we film there, we don't need new sets. <laughs> Can I build it in a huge void because it's clearly a CGI effect? 
of course, sure, Jeannie, I don't give a shit. I don't can care. I, can I just float standing wherever on it so it looks like it's below me, even though it's being built straight up? Yeah, I don't, I don't give a shit. No, no one, no one cares. No one cares. Can you I, can definitely give me a screensaver for a palace. Yeah, can you just sort of stand in the middle of it, like in the liminal space that makes no sense to make this whole thing look fucking crazy? Yes. Also, I will definitely do all those dumb stereotypical dances again. <laughs> God damn it, Barry! <laughs> Barry! God damn it! But then, but then, yeah, while the uh, lovely Night in China song plays interminably, we get a pause from it while Bostwick goes off to build a palace because he sings a little building a palace song. Yep. Time to build a palace for Aladdin. Yeah. Da, da. <laughs> He's oh. become the one man rising crime. <laughs> God, that always reminds me of how in the 92 Aladdin, the weirdest thing about it to me is always that he's like, hey, Genie, I want you to make me a prince. And the genie can't fucking do it. No. He, he doesn't do it. He's like, I'll make you look like one. I'll make you all rich and put you on an elephant and shit and, cl- and have I'll a give you a, shit. a bunch of servants and animals and whatever. But you are not legally a prince, and anyone who knows anything about heraldry will see through you immediately. And you'd think he'd point that out. You'd think he'd be like, hey, you're not a prince, because the moment Jafar sees you, and you're like, no, that's just a poor kid. That's yeah. just a poor kid doing a parade. Because the thing is, if he had actually fulfilled the wish, he'd be like, ah, but you're just a lad. And he'd be like, yeah, but I am technically... The son of a king. Yeah. I, I am a prince because that was the wish that I had. Yeah, the wish that I made was for me to be a bona fide prince like Lone Star. And apparently all you can a do is... real po- bona fide prince. <laughs> but apparently all you can do is just dress him like one. What the hell, Bo- Bullshit. Yeah. Genie. Weird moment. Almost as weird as that part where it sounds like the... Uh, what's her name says? Uh, Jasmine says like all good boys take their clothes off or something in that movie. It's not, she doesn't actually say it, but if you hear it in isolation, it's like a Yanny Laurel thing. Ah. Yeah. Anyway, where were we? So, yes, uh, a big CGI palace gets built for Aladdin, and wouldn't you know, it has the same exact layout as the Emperor's Palace, and they go to live there, and that would, you would think, be our happy ending, but no, for we have not finished with the sorcerer. Yeah. The sorcerer's like, ooh, I gotta get my hands on that lamp. Now, for some reason... Aladdin has straight up just told Mei Ling and his mom, who lives in the palace with him, he's like, yeah, this is a magic lamp. I have a genie that only I can see, mm-hmm. and uh, it grants me whatever I want, including, he's just like, hey, genie, give me a tray with a bunch of tea. Oh, that's right. And he's for- like, yeah, sure. I love that part. Where he's like, genie, yes, what do you need? Tea for two. Like, dude, you're in your own palace, like. I, I, you, you're this is your this is like calling the manager of like the, the CEO of Blockbuster to see if they have Jurassic Park. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a real fucked up thing where I'm like, it's one thing to go like, I'll use this genie of phenomenal power to become the richest man in China. But when he's like, can I get a couple of cups of tea? Yeah, and I'm like, that's a real fucking weird waste of time. Don't you live in a giant palace? You're like the richest man. Just spend some money. Get some servants. <laughs> you're. You're the richest man in China. Spread your money around. You know, you're just saying you want to help out the poor. Well, he can't. Employment is a great way to start. You see, what happened is he tanked the economy, and no one wants to work because they got all their money for free. You see, if you just give a handout to people, (laughs) nobody wants to work anymore. Yeah, he instituted a universal basic income, except he never actually did that. He just said he was going to. Uh, And then we get my least favorite song, which is Tea Time which I have parentheses joylessly singing about how happy we are. Yes. <laughs> Where both of them are like, it is time for tea. T 
Tea for you, tea for me. Oh, we oh. are so happy. How joyous we must be. And I'm just like, you are the most monotone, not even looking at each other. <laughs> and I'm like, this is awful. It sounds like Elcor singing it. Enthusiastically. <laughs> Joyously, time for tea. <laughs> Enthusiastically, I am your wife. It is our <laughs> wedding day. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So, so yeah, that song fucking sucks. And then Aladdin just, well, we get a part where the king's like, hey, if any shit happens to my daughter, I'll cut your fucking head off, dumbass. And then Aladdin's like, oh, okay, well, why well, would anything happen to her? I tell you her? what, I'll have my mom live with us. And he's like, good enough for me. <laughs> good, nothing will happen to my daughter with your mom around. That frail lady? Oh, I feel super safe now. <laughs> and you, you say you will not hire any guards or servants or anything at all? Why would I? I can just be like, Genie, put up some walls or something. <laughs> so at some point, he's just like, well, wife, mother, I'm going to leave for some reason. Yeah, he never explains, he just leaves. <laughs> I'm going to go. Don't and do it, anything. And I'm going to leave my magic lamp that has a genie with you for some reason. And once again, let me tell you for sure, it has a genie in it, and it's really important to me, and do not get rid of it. It is the source of all of our wealth and power. Please take care of it. Even anyway, you, bye. Even if you don't believe me, this lamp is very important to me. Please don't do anything with it. And then in comes, and of course, this is directly from the folktale. Yeah. The sorcerer just shows up and is like, Hey, new lamps for old lamps. Handing out brand new lamps if you got a shitty old lamp. And the mom just goes, fuck yes. I, I am all about that. Everyone knows that my only motivation as a character is that I'm a lamp fiend. <laughs> this dude just said this lamp was from like Madagascar. Madagascar. I need that fucking lamp. Are you kidding me? It's so weird. Again, because I'm like, I know this is from the folktale. I get it. But the idea that it would be like, you are the richest person in China. Get whatever fucking lamp you want. Yeah, why not just offer to buy it? Just be like, hey, I know you're just saying. Oh, no, she I does. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, I don't accept money. The only thing I'm doing right now is trading old lamps for new lamps. I'm disrupting the lamp industry, okay? <laughs> uh, at that point, she should be like, fine, there's a lamp store right behind you. I'm going to go buy any lamp and bring it over here. Oh, well, that's a brand new lamp you got there. <laughs> I'll scuff it. <laughs> scuff it. Uh, uh, scuff it. But yeah, even Mei Ling's like, don't, don't trade his lamp. He just told us it's like really important. There's a genie in it. And she's like, eh, Aladdin sucks. I'm doing it. <laughs> I fucking hate that kid. <laughs> No son of mine would deny me a random lamp from Zanzibar. <laughs> and so after the new lamps for old song, she does indeed just go, all right, here's this thing that my son really cares about. Ha <laughs> ha, fuck him. <laughs> Am I right? I got a slightly longer lamp out of the deal. Uh, now uh, who's the idiot? <laughs> <laughs> and so with the new Lamp under his control. The sorcerer's like, fuck you, Barry Bostwick. Quit being a dumb asshole. Yeah, I love how mean he is to Barry Bostwick immediately, where he's like, Genie, I call you forth. Ah, what can I do? Oh, Shut the you're fuck not up. Aladdin. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. Never talk. <laughs> oh, but wouldn't you rather have a nice... Shut up. No. <laughs> what I want you to do right now is kidnap Mei Ling and Aladdin's mother, put them in the Cave of Wonders, destroy so his set. palace... <laughs> Because that set sucked. Because fuck that place. We can't use that set. It's CGI. So instead, we'll destroy it and put them in that cave set we built. 
And, uh, but don't do anything to Aladdin for some reason. He's just like, I'm just going to have you steal his wife and mom. And I, I will assume that that will be fine because I mean, he's almost right. The Sultan immediately is like, ah, your palace disappeared and I don't know where my daughter is. I'm going to murder you right now. And he's like, wait, hold on, hold on. An evil magician is my enemy. I really wanted the the emperor at that point to be like, okay, yeah, definitely kill him. He just said an evil magician is his enemy. That's crazy. (laughs) Look, an evil magician is the enemy of all humankind. (laughs) He demands respect and to be taken seriously. I don't even know what to deal with this guy. But yeah, um, he's like, just give me time. You have he says, looking at his major domo, who goes, until sundown. Until sundown! Or I'll take your head! And it's like, why would you kill this guy early? If he's clearly committed to looking for your daughter, just let him do it. Yeah, especially when, you when you're shit. like, oh, your palace disappeared. Yeah. Your mom and my daughter are both gone. And he's like, there's nothing in this world that I want more than to find them and save them. And he's like, well, I should kill you then! And you're like, Why? Kill him afterwards, you know, and once he like admits defeat, just get him then. That's the. It's so weird, but, you know. What am I? I'm not the the emperor of ancient China, what or at I least know? be like, oh, what do you know? Oh, this guy took it. Okay, well, take some of my fucking guards and go murder him then. Yeah, something like that. But instead, he's like, you have until sundown. I will personally try nothing. Yeah, I'm uh, all out of ideas. <laughs> I'll do nothing, and if you fail, then fuck it. I don't care anymore. Yeah. And then he just stomps out of the room, at which point Aladdin's like, oh, what the fuck do I do now? What the fuck do I do now? And then Fatima shows up with just a random gift from nowhere. It's like, hey, I'm Fatima. Here's a ring. It's got a genie inside it. Peace, bitches. I am dancing doll of fame. Here is a ring. Fart. (laughs) (laughs) And the ring has a lesser genie in it, but a better version of Barry Bostwick. It's got Barry Bostwick's impression of Norm MacDonald's impression of Burt Reynolds in it. <laughs> That's what's in the ring. I love this version of Barry Me Bostwick. Me too, because it's Barry Bostwick's impression of Norm MacDonald's impression of Burt Reynolds. That is a great idea. Yeah, but this came out before that, so technically, Norm MacDonald's doing an impression of Barry Bostwick in 1990 is Aladdin. <laughs> But yeah, it's just, what's this? Uh, Barry Bostwick put a fake mustache on. Is like, hey, uh, I'm a genie in a ring. <laughs> what do you ge- need, eh? eh? What do you need there, chief? <laughs> He's just like, whoa, that is very Burt reynolds Why is he doing that? <laughs> what is happening right now? <laughs> He's like, yep, I'm another genie. Uh, can't undo what that guy did, but I don't know. I can do whatever you want otherwise. He's like, okay, can you take me to my wife and mom. And he's like, yeah, sure. Fuck it. Yeah, Teleport immediately. I'm uh, not going to fuck around with fart sprinkles. I was in Gator. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he just teleports him. He's not as good at genieing, So he teleports him to the cave of wonder, but not the same room that the wife and mom are in. So we can have a scene of, of, uh, the, the, the mom and wife being scared of like noises they're hearing as Aladdin and this new genie sort of bumble around trying to figure out where they are. Yeah. And you know, there's no reason for it since it's just an extra minute of Aladdin going, Oh, genie, where are they? And then them going, Oh, let's hide. And there's no reason because then like after 50 seconds, they just go, here I am. I'm Aladdin. There's oh, no reason. hi, Aladdin. This whole part might as well be called the part with no point or no reason because then like, he's like, well, I think I hear a, a Jafart coming. Uh, he, oh, and she's like, yes, he means to marry me. 
uh, because I'm th- that will make him powerful in Chinese politics or whatever. Uh, and he's like, well, uh, you have to go along with it. No, it's not even that. It's just, oh, he just wants me because he's a gross old man and yeah. I'm a young girl because he's going to take me back to Arabia. Yeah. And it turns out, luckily for him, that the genie ring also has a sleeping potion in it. No, the genie just goes, here you go, have have this ring. I guess he's a genie of rings, so he probably says a lot of rings. Yeah, he's a ring genie. He's got lots of He's got a juicy jewel of flavor. He's the Mandarin. (laughs) So he's just like, here, have this ring. It's got a sleeping potion in it. So, you know, basically Aladdin's like, okay, here you go, Mei Ling. Basically, do Princess Bride. You you up to speed? Okay, see you later. I'll carry on. You know what to do. So, (laughs) sure enough, in comes Jafart with, like, a tray of tea, and he's like, now serve me tea, as I am your future husband. And we get a reprise of that awful fucking tea time song. Yes, we do. But now Jafar is like, Hey, uh, internally he's like, Oh, she's putting stuff, something in my tea. That's yeah, he fucking just stupid. It. He just clocks her immediately as messing with the tea. So he's like, oh, I'll do the, I'll just play along. And he's like, ah, and, but I must drink from your cup and you must drink from mine as is the custom in my homeland of Arabia. Oh no, you have to drink from yours and me from mine because you are not in Arabia. You're no. in China. And because in the spirit of total pointlessness, they're, they're still fighting over who should drink out of which cup when Aladdin just goes, ah, fuck it and runs in. <laughs> yeah. Just like, nah, I'm just going to stab this guy. This routine's going nowhere. <laughs> Look, we've spent like five minutes on this whole tea time thing. It sucks ass. No one cares. I should have had her do who's on first. Oh, <laughs> uh, awful. But yeah, he just comes in and starts running at him. And eventually he manages to have his, I think Mei Ling gets the lamp and so rubs it and is like, hey, can you stop this guy from killing Aladdin? He's like, oh yeah, sure. Ah, no problem. <laughs> I really like, I love the who's on first thing though, because I really want her to start that and be like, yeah, who's on first? And he's like, that's a common Chinese surname. This is not an unusual thing for you to say here. Yes, that's probably true. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> How's he doing on first base? <laughs> No, no, how's he doing is on... Th- yeah, yeah, shut up. We already knew the bit. <laughs> no, it's fine. Fuck you. <laughs> but yeah, it, we also get the moment where the two genies meet here, <laughs> which is stupid. He's like, hey, good job. Yes, I'm the clowny pink genie. Ah. <laughs> I just love that this version of the story ends with Aladdin basically being like, I used a genie to get a genie, and now I have two genies. Yeah. I'm the man with two genies, the now, end. Now I just have two genies, unlimited power, and uh, this is the happy ending. Yeah. That's it. Isn't it nice that this random piece of shit kid lucked into getting the most power ever and did not share it with anyone? Yeah, I love that he has phenomenal ultimate cosmic power and then he just gets an extra one and that's just part of the story. Yeah, part of the story is, uh, it wasn't enough that I have a greater genie. Now I also have a lesser genie. Oh, don't worry, Luke. You may be the master of the force, but I found out recently you're also the master of the s'mores. It's just an extra version that you also are in charge of. Hooray! You know who isn't the master of the s'mores? Great British Bake Off. <laughs> yeah, Paul Hollywood is not a master of that. He's like the Sith version of whatever that is. <laughs> He's from the dark side of the s'mores. <laughs> from the dark chocolate of the s'mores, you piece of the shit. dark chocolate ganache. What an absolute garbage man you are. Fuck you. Hey, I'm sorry. Spoiler alert for people who haven't watched all the way into baking show yet. They fuck up s'mores. <laughs> they fuck up s'mores real bad, and I hate it. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah, it ends with, he has two genies, 
it has his palace back and they is sing a back song. to being the richest man ever. And that's the end of it. <laughs> yep. That's just where the move. It's just over now. They're all in the palace it's in two little rows and everyone gets a line in the song, including that major domo guy who hadn't sung until now. So it's weird. It's very weird. Yeah. But that's the end of it. Also Fatima's here and singing along with everyone in a normal voice now. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? I guess she had her own little Pinocchio story going on the side that we didn't see. Yeah, at one point he probably just went, ah, I've got a genie. I can just turn you into a regular person. Thus, you already are. <laughs> thus, th- greatly reducing your value because you're just a person who can dance and sing now. China's full of those. It doesn't have any dancing dolls. <laughs> <sighs> a shame. Yeah. But that's it. Mm-hmm. That's 1990s Aladdin. <laughs> so, uh, Good Lord. Let's get into our best and worst for this dumbass piece of shit. Jeff, in the entirety of 1990s Aladdin, what is the best thing about it? There's going to be two performances that matter. Um, one of them is the Burt Reynolds version of, of Barry Bostwick, which I'm sure is yours. So I'm going to go with the part where Richard Kiley does his song and dance about how he's the greatest sorcerer. And he's just spinning around and hitting the ground with a stick. Also, I just liked Richard Kiley's performance in general, where he's like, yes, I'm the brother of your husband, and I would like to see where he slept. <laughs> I'd like to sit on his toilet if I could. Maybe take a dump like he would. I would like my dumps to mingle with his. Brotherly. <laughs> the brotherly dumps we were known as. <laughs> my name? Uh, Your husband's brother. I'm uh, Uncle. Uncle Uncle. <laughs> So I like the Richard Kylie performance. So I'm going to take that as my favorite um, being very generous to allow you to say, yeah, it's definitely the fucking Barry Bostwick performance as the ring genie where he's just like, Hey, I stopped being a dumbass for a while. What's up? And I'm like, <laughs> yes, like every line of his, when he's, when he's ring genie, you feel like he should have like one of those cigarettes and a long stick and like a margarita, like a martini in the other hand, just standing around like, yeah, what's up? We're twins. What I'm more need? handsome. Of course. <laughs> uh, what do you need? It's it's just it's one of those things where I was like, God, I fucking hate his performance as this lamp genie. And then the second he comes out of the the ring genie, I'm like, now I hate it even more because he could have been doing this for the whole movie. Yeah, they should have reversed these two. Yeah, he should have been suave, cool genie all the way through skipping, helping save us from songs like I'm a genie, not a meanie. Uh, and then just have this dumb clown version come out for like the 30 seconds he gets. Exactly. Piece of shit, wasted opportunity. Well, I'm a worse genie. Well, I'm a I, piece of shit. I can get you within 50 feet of your wife. <laughs> uh, all right. Pick- I dropped your taco in the fire. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> all right. Pick the one worst thing in this entire movie. <laughs> one thing. Just sh- one thing. I should have been thinking about this. Yeah. <laughs> you should have been. I mean, um... All right, if I'm going to pick one thing, I'm going to say that this movie has no Asian people in it. <laughs> uh, that's my one thing. There you go. It's the whitest crew of people, of Chinese people I've ever seen. It's so white, this China. <laughs> Bone uh, white, like fine China is me- not meant to be. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, so that's mine. What about you? Oh, I mean, obviously that is... <laughs> It's a real big issue here. It is definitely something you have to get used to. It's it's definitely one of those things where you're like, okay, going into this, please note. Like, yeah, you know, people gave uh, the the 92 Aladdin a lot of shit because the opening song had some kind of 
stereotypical problematic statements about uh, Arabian people. Yes. As a, and then they they change some of that for the final release and it's still not the best. <laughs> Watch this. <and> like, <laughs> 92 Aladdin is wonderful. Wow. What a wonderful thing where they tried a little bit. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say outside of that, <laughs> yeah. the worst thing in this movie Ah, uh, God, I want to narrow it down to one of the songs, and I think it's got to be Tea, tea Time. time. Tea, tea Time is just the the saddest, somberest song where the lyrics are, we love each other so much, we're so happy, please believe me. That said, if it was performed by two Elcor from Mass Effect. <laughs> then clearly, <laughs> if this entire movie was just populated by Elcor, it would be fantastic. <laughs> Sinister, throw me the ring. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Disingenuously, your father was my brother. (laughs) (laughs) I'm lying. (laughs) Damn it. All right. Uh, We are going to rate the movie now. We each give it a rating from zero to five to get a full rating out of ten. Jeff. One and a half. Avoid. This is not fun. <laughs> this it's, is not a place of honor. I don't even need to do that that speech because I love it too much. This is this sucks. It just sucks. Ah. You think, oh, Barry Bostwick singing performance. I love those. Not worth it. No. Yeah. That's the problem is it's like you hear, oh, it's a musical thing and Barry Bostwick's in it. You're like, ooh, fun. No. It is not fun. No. It is cheap. It is boring. The songs universally suck. Yeah. There is, even in... Most shitty musicals, you'll at least have one where you're like, oh, that was kind of catchy. That was a little bit of an earworm. Yeah, every musical's got one banger. Not this one. No, this one is top to bottom garbage. Yeah. So, so you know, that it, it's uh, it, it's the most skippable thing I've ever seen. That said, the most offensive thing it does is 90s-style whitewashing. So I'm going a one and a half because it's not, not a movie and it's not, like, actively painful or anything. It's just boring. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I'll give it a one and a half as well literally managing to get out of being a one because it is only an hour long. Yes. It gets out quick enough that I'm not hating it even more. It's just wild to me that this was made while, you know, this was made while the Aladdin cartoon movie was already in development because that took years to make. They were like, Ooh, we need to get people used to the idea of Aladdin as a story. So we're going to put out this, absolute trash live action shitty musical while we are putting together the Aladdin cartoon. Yeah. This was made for the Disney channel. Yes. This was a TV movie. Yeah. But not for like ABC. I don't even think it was part of that. Like Disney at night thing that used to be a thing in like the eighties and nineties. No. Remember that our featured presentation. Oh yeah. I love that shit. Yeah. That was always, that was always fun to watch unless it was like some Davy Crockett shit. Yeah, man. You get what's his nuts come out and he'd be like, Hey, I'm over here in Disneyland and it's great. I'm so rich here. Watch some Disney stuff. Yeah. So that was, this wasn't made for that. I don't think I can't be sure. Michael Eisner. That's oh, what so you just mean of. when Eisner would come out and walk yeah, Eisner. It, it always started with Eisner comes out. He's got like, you know, Mickey and Goofy in their, you know, yeah. costumes from fucking Disneyland. Yeah. And he'd have something about it. Cause he was like, Hey, you know, in a certain time in the seventies, we didn't quite know what a computer was yet. We thought it might wear tennis shoes. And now Kurt Russell stars in the computer wore tennis shoes. Yeah, it was just, Hey, I'm going to come out and I'm going to bookend this fucking Disney movie. And I'm like, great. I just want those to exist and just have, uh, uh, basically, I don't want them to exist. I want to create a rumor that they existed with a transcript list based on the stupidest Disney movie names from the 50s and 60s. Uh, have them be like, what if a duck was worth a million dollars? Let's find all about, out all about that in Million Dollar Duck from 1961. 
Oh. Time for the happiest alligator. <laughs> I love the happiest alligator. <laughs> Me too. All right. Three out of ten. Absolute trash. Don't watch this. Don't even look up a clip of this because no. it's just painful. There isn't even like one Barry Bostwick song that's worth it. You know? Yeah, the fact that he is doing just the worst shit while he is on screen makes me just sad. Yeah, it's it, you know, it's like um uh, uh, shock treatment, which is not a very good movie. It's it's okay to watch if you're way into the works of that guy in general, like the the, yeah. ro- the Rocky Horror works. But even then, you can you can isolate and listen to like you're uh, you might think I'm a ten, but you're looking at an ace. That's a fun song. Huh. Like you can isolate that song and watch it for the clip. Not here. There's nothing. There's nothing here. So thank you so much for joining us. We will, of course, be back with more movie mastery in another couple weeks. And until then, if you are not sated, we do have so much more content. You can get all of that by going to our Patreon at patreon.com slash system master. You might have noticed if you're not already a member, you might have had some ads in here. No, we haven't put them in yet. Oh, I've got them in here. Oh, I've got them all up in here. (laughs) Soon there will be ads. We have yet to place any in any of the official episodes, largely because it's going to be a huge amount of work to go to the Patreon and set everything to patron only. (laughs) Not this, though. Yeah. (laughs) This one's for patrons only. This one's patronsonly.com. You can start that today if you want. uh, We we need to have a a date that's going to be the changeover. Meh. But, you know, whatever. So, yeah, um... Basically, John's right. We will be starting to put ads into the show fairly soon for the main feed. Uh, if you want to avoid that, that's going to become the newest perk of our Patreon. Simply join it at any level and skip those ads. Yeah, so we've got a ton of content there. You get the bonus, not just of our ad-free RSS feed for that, but you also unlock all of our other shows that we do over there. We've got so much that we do. We've got our bonus content for System Mastery, where we make characters in role-playing games. Mm-hmm. We've got our expanded, expounded universe, where we look up stuff on Wikipedia and find out just how deep the rabbit hole goes. So deep. So and, deep it puts your ass to sleep. <laughs> of course, we've got TV Mastery, where we are currently going through Auto Man, just a, a real weird one it's from a, the 80s. The, the, uh, the theme song is finally starting to grow on me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it's fun. It's 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 a hoot. It's basically what if Tron was a cop and uh <laughs> and and boy is it even a worse show than that concept would tell yeah, you. Yeah, that's that concept sounds great and this is not <laughs> So you can it's join endearing, us at least. for any of those levels unlock content, unlock the ability to listen ad free and of course you help out the show, you help us keep doing what we're doing, keep us on air, make sure we can, you know, Keep Jeff's daughter fed and yeah. me fed. Yeah. Yeah. She's got, she needs magnesium supplements so bad because she gets kid headaches. Yeah, and Please I probably need vitamin us. D supplements because I never see the sun. <laughs> uh, but we will be back. We will always be back. No, oh, yeah. We're not going anywhere. So we'll see you in a couple weeks. And until then, you all have a good one. Wow. 
Welcome to Character Creation Cast, a show where we create and discuss characters, the best part of role-playing games, with guests using their favorite systems. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan Bolter. And I'm your other host, Amelia Antrim. Join us as we sit down with game designers, podcasters, and fans of games as we dive into learning about different RPGs through the lens of character creation. It's a combination of character building, player advice, game design insights, and even a little bit of fan fiction for a different game every month. We tackle a variety of new and old games, both well-known and indie-produced titles. We learn how creating characters can tell us a lot about the games themselves. Check us out today anywhere you can get podcasts or on the OneShot Podcast Network at OneShotPodcast.com. Hey 